Welcome to Seeking Alpha CEO Interviews. Quality of leadership is a decisive factor in stock performance, so we provide in-depth interviews with the best and brightest CEOs in the public markets. We publish limited excerpts from our interviews on social media platforms and the full interviews at SeekingAlpha.com and in the highly rated Seeking Alpha mobile app. To find the full interviews, open SeekingAlpha.com or the Seeking Alpha mobile app and search for the phrase CEO interviews or simply type a stock ticker into the search box. Welcome back to Seeking Alpha. I'm Josh Kincaid. I'm a capital markets analyst and host here interviewing CEOs. Our guest today, Paolo Misk, president and CEO of Largo Resources. Paolo, thanks for being with us at Seeking Alpha. Thank you very much for having me here. That's my pleasure. Yeah, appreciate it. So we're going to be talking about uh, some clean tech and some batteries. Um, a lot of news recently with uh, with EVs, and gas prices in the U.S. and commodities in general. So we're going to dive into all of that. But I don't think a lot of people understand the nuances. So we're going to talk a little bit about your niche, your specialty. So at um, Largo, the vanadium redox battery also known as vanadium flow batteries. You guys are able to supply about eight hours of storage. You guys are claiming that it's clean, safe, efficient, flexible, and easily deployed that doesn't degrade. All of those things are really interesting. But for those that aren't familiar with vanadium or these batteries, can you kind of give us a brief overview of how that works? Yeah, thank you, Josh. It's uh, this, this battery is the, the great opportunity to find a solution for the, the green energy deal. You know that the all renewable source, energy renewable sources, uh, requires a storage energy uh, system. You know, solar, solar doesn't uh, produce energy all during the night. Always the, the wind farms doesn't produce all the time. So we need to have a device to adjust this production and consumption. And the VRFB is the right solution for that issue. Uh, if I, I don't know if how the, you know is how does it work, the VRFB is the liquid made by liquid, the, the, the vanadium electrolyte, which we pump this liquid through a membrane, and then we get advantage of the the great chemical characteristic of our vanadium to have valence from two to five. So it can get electrons, release electrons naturally. So the result of that, that situation, we don't have any contamination because we have just vanadium in, in the battery. And as the vanadium electrolyte doesn't degrade, it lasts forever. So it's, it's perfectly in terms of concept for or, or technical concept concept and largo is the company we can make it happen because we uh, we have a unique situation as a producer so largo does have this unique situation to be able to have vanadium but what what is that by comparison to maybe lithium or you know lithium ion that people are familiar with i have a nissan leaf for example we're going to get into the problems of those cars and maybe why you're offering this niche opportunity without degradation. But tell us a little bit about what the difference. More, more people are probably used to the lithium or current batteries. Can you kind of explain how you guys are unique and what sets you apart and why it's different? Yeah, it's a lithium battery is a, is a very good battery. 
Don't take me wrong. It's a, it's very good, but for a, another application, you know, for for cars, for cell phones, and all those those stuffs, this the the lithium battery is very good. However, we are the best solution, and technically and economically, for large amount of storage, you know, of energy. It's uh we are, we 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 work for the grid, not for small devices. So that's the big, big difference. We are stationary batteries, big tanks, which is to balance this production and consumption, which is essential for the, the green energy deal. Uh, lithium is good, but not for long duration. They are not competitive of this. And, and the reason is simple. To have more hours of, uh, in a lithium battery, you need to have more cells. Mm -hmm. They have power and energy together. For, for an aging redox flow battery, the power unit is the, the stack which we have this membrane, which we don't need to duplicate when you go from four hours to eight hours. We just need to add more vanadium electrolyte, more volume. So that way, when we get more hours, we become cheaper. Mm. The, the main difference between the both both batteries i want to get into some of the ideas that um you know elon musk and some other folks have with battery swapping and some other things that might be irrelevant to, to your concept but before we get there kind of want to dive into a little bit and transition into the demand and why that uh that whole concept might be flawed uh from musk's standpoint um so Energy storage, like you mentioned, is kind of taking off, right? So a lot of that, though, is coming from China. So there's some some regulations, some obviously demand out there resulting in increasing vanadium uh, demand and content. So there's also government stimulus packages. You mentioned the new Green Deal in the U.S., Europe and India. They're also going to be boosting demand. So with vanadium product pricing benefiting from the Green New Deal and government stimulus programs, there should be some strong growth demand for you guys for, for long-term st uh, battery storage. What's your foreseeable impact uh, for the company and for the commodity as a result of that? Yeah, all the stimulus programs is making the Vanadian market stronger. The price has, has increased this year. Today in Europe, it's uh, $8.75 per pound almost $40 per kilo of FEV uh, in FEV form. So it's, 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 it's the, the timing for Vanade is good. You know, at, uh, at this moment, we don't have yet not a market for VRFBs. It's something that's starting now, but we expect to have um, it reach 16 billion US by 2025 worldwide. So it's, it's an incredible expansion, incredible growth market from now. And we expect that it makes a, a increase the demand for Vanadium worldwide speaking. And we're gonna get an advantage of being the, the company in that sector of energy. If you, we need to have in mind that the steel industry, it's, it's strong today, but historically there is some some roof to grow for the energy sector we can have a huge market to 
growing and it could unlock the Largo growth uh, plan. You know, we can develop the whole, the full potential of Maracas. So we look at this energy market as a great opportunity for Largo. It can, we can grow. We are uh, applying our vanadium in a market more stable, which have a better value for our vanadium. And our disruptive business model, we're going to have a, a leasing vanadium electrolyte, which generate a recurrent revenue for Largo in the long run. So it's the best way to adjust the lower upfront capex for our customers and a better value for our shareholders. It's a perfect world. We could put both things together. The leasing aspect is, is going to be a game changer. So I want to dive into that in, in just a few moments. But before we get there, I want to ask you about just the flip side of that previous question with strong demand. What happens with the with if or when? rather when the longest bull market in history kind of comes to an end and there's some uh, correction in a global economy. W with those risks um, and vanadium prices potentially slowing down or, or decreasing with world construction businesses potentially slowing down, how are you positioned to, to withstand that downturn? Um, Josh, Largo has one of the lowest costs among the, the vanadium producers. So we we have faced, faced a period with very low price and also very high price. So we are always prepared to, to, to have a good results in, in both environments. But of course, as much we can aggregate value to our product, the better market that we apply our product, the better is the results and better will be the future. So that's the way we are looking this energy market uh, storage for long duration storage energy, because it could give us a better situation, you know? So we, we are all prepared. That's the way we do things. We focus on the, the main uh, fundamentals for the business, high production, low cost, good recovery. You know, we have a, a very strict control on the, on the, on the cost. And we try to get the better value from the commercial side. We have changed, as you know, about one year ago, a little bit more, uh, our contract with the offtake we had. And we just have very good opportunities after that. You know, in Q3 last year, we have a chance to sell 40% of our production in China because there is a better price than any other place in the world. So. Today, we have our own strategy for the commercial, for businesses, and for our, our uh, future. So I, I really, I'm really happy with everything we are doing, in spite of where the market goes. Being low cost is going to be huge. Obviously, that being um, the opportunity to compete against, you know, Elon Musk, peace of mind, not catching fire. We're going to get into the safety concerns in just a moment. But how you mentioned low cost? How is it compared to, you know, a Tesla battery, for example? Uh, yeah, Tesla. I cannot. I, I cannot compare exactly the, the, the application, but. Well, let's suppose they are going to the long duration storage market. 
we can have a better upfront capex than them. We can, uh, as they don't last as longer as as we, you know, VRB can last for twenty five years. Hmm. They have much much shorter, so they need to renew their sales to get the same time life as us. So when they put everything together, including the scrap they generated, they need to recycle this material, which we don't, which, which, which vanadium, the vanadium electrolyte doesn't need a, a recycling step because it's always ready for to be applied another battery. We just maybe need to purify, which is a very, uh, it's almost nothing in terms of cost. So comparing to them, you, you, you said that you're going to mention about safety later, but I cannot mention that advantage. Our, our battery is safety, no, no explosion, no fire. You know, you can, you can apply in, a, in, in, in large uh, cities, you know, where there's high density uh, uh, population, no problem. It's a long life. It doesn't generate scrap. And for customers, it's lower cost. That's the, the basically how we can compare both both batteries. So with that, it sounds like it's scalable, right? But how if uh, if Musk and, and Tesla are working their way into home energy storage and batteries, um, I'm wondering how you're going to become the, the supplier of choice for long duration storage competing against maybe Musk who has a first mover advantage or does he? Yeah. You are right. They they are in the market for about 20 years. Okay. And that's the thing that I take now advantage. If we can compete with them, including on, on, on price, today, imagine with the scalability of, of VRFBs, how, how, uh, how will be our cost in the future? We have a, a huge potential for cost reduction. With the scalability, with some technology that we are working with, and I, I'm very confident that the long duration stored energy, it's our market, and it will be very difficult for any other technology to beat us. Okay. So if someone wants to choose, if someone's looking at a competitor like Musk, why are they going to choose you over the competitor? Maybe because we are a good reference of efficiency, of uh, uh, we are competitive, and and maybe we choose the same approach. You know, he knows how hard it is to to get the supply for the batteries. We don't have that problem. So basically, the approach of both companies are exactly the same, vertical vertical integrated. You know, we ensure that we can supply and we can uh, uh, have all the raw materials for both batteries. We are we are going in a different direction, of course, but I think our challenge is it's uh, easier than 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 Tesla challenge to produce co cobalt, to produce nickel and lithium. So at least we have already all the all the control of vanadium production in our hands. And we got the best technology for VRFBs. When I say that, it means that we have five times more power density in our stacks. 
which means we don't need too many stacks, less pumps, less pipes, which enable us to have the lower cost battery among any other VRFB batteries. So I'm glad that, that Musk uh, have, uh, you know, taking us as his competitor. And I think this just, uh, just validate what we are doing in the market because we are just getting to this. Mm -hmm. A good sign. Well, there's a lot of reasons about the increase uh, for vanadium products. There's been, you know, that boom. China's steel sector is kind of increasing that. Wondering about the effects from COVID, though. Um, obviously, you talked about continued investment and optimization. You talk about new technology and capacity expansion, scalability, all of those things. Um, you mentioned manufacturing, too. Can you tell us a little bit about that before we get into the stability pricing of vanadium? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I the, the vanadium, vanadium production, just to give an overview of the, how is the, the production, almost 70% is come from byproduct. You know, it's a, it's a vanadium slag from the steel industry in Russia and China. But we need to understand that all efforts that China is taking to reduce the carbon emission goes in the direction of not use their magnetite uh, as much as before. They're going to give preference to use the iron ore from Brazil and Australia, which don't have, don't generate base lag. So the trend of production in China should be lower. Production of vanadium should be lower in the future. So I, I look this this vanadium market in a very good way. I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it's the, 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 the production will not follow the demand. You know, it's uh, the shortage is something that's going to happen in the future. And Largo became a reference in terms of excellence of primary production. Now, if you look at the recovery, if you look at the cost and other, other uh, details of mining, we are unique. So we are very, we are very confident with this, uh, the capacity to to really be competitive on the production side. And there is another, another issue. We are developing, uh, recovering the titanium from our tailings. So we're not gonna have just the, the, the revenue stream from Vanadium, but also from, from titanium, which put us in a much better situation in the future, in a such a way that we'll be able to develop low-grade deposits, because we can have the economics for both metals. So we are preparing to expand our demand in the front of energy uh, market, but that same way become stronger and have an, uh, uh, conditions to expand our source of vanadium to our uh, recovering titanium and vanadium from the same our body. So would you agree that one of the the biggest challenges around those vanadium redox flow batteries is the unpredictable price of vanadium. Uh, and what type of stability do, do you have for your own supply? You're obviously mining it. So you're obviously going from, from mining to, to um, sales is, is having that vertical integration, your ability to kind of um, limit the, the, the volatility with the, yeah. with the price. Josh, that's a very good point to mention. 
that's a barrier. That's a is a, a tough situation for every company, BRFB company, which is not a Vanadium producer, because all this price volatility goes against them. How are they going to ensure the supply to deliver battery in two years' time? Big batteries, it takes the lead time for two years, at least, at least one year at least. So it's a huge risk for them. In our situation, we have this vanadium already in our, our, our control. We know our cost, which is very low, by the way. So we can commit to deliver batteries. And the market of energy, instead of being volatile, we will have a predicted and more value, uh, uh, more value for vanadium. For, for Largo, is the opposite. Going to the energy sector, it's a it's a it's a better market than steel. So we don't we don't have any problem with this with this volatility. Uh, we are going exactly in the in the going to the good, you know, having a better business in this regard. And but I agree for other companies is a barrier is difficult for them to to manage this uh, this situation. You mentioned, I think, sixteen billion dollars by twenty twenty five. I'm not sure if that's for just the U.S. market. And then you also mentioned another statistic of forty percent production being in China. So when we're looking at potential tariffs and trade wars. Just looking at the supply side, a lot of the vanadium today recovered from iron process and steel production, mainly from China and Russia. So even though demand is kind of growing, a lot of the growth is coming from from China and there's a lot of pressure in the U.S. Um, with with those countries. So with a vanadium, are, are you expecting kind of that the fortunes and, and the revenues that you're going to get to be on the back of China and and the Chinese government? No, no. I, be I believe that the, the countries that's in a better position to supply uh, VRFPs are Brazil and South Africa. We are located the three main primary producers in the world. You know, the, the Vanadium V205 quality in these three countries is better than any other place due to the nature of the, of the war. Um, I, the VRFB expanded in China as well. But I think U.S. can secure their raw material from these two countries and not depend on China. Mm. We are here to make it more reality. And, and, and uh, our plan is to provide more Vanadian units for, for, the, for this application. But don't take me wrong. The Vanadian redox flow battery will be not the only one solution for the long storage uh, uh, battery. You know, other technology will apply as well. Some of them are difficult to to apply everywhere, like pumped hydro. That's a great, great solution. However, they need a right topography. They need a reservoir on the top of uh, in a high place, another one in a, in a low level. So they will apply in some situations. But vanadium can be applied in many and most of the circumstances. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't think any problem regarding the supply of the V205 supply, mainly because these two countries are very friendly in terms of, in terms of the US.
Well, speaking of the U.S., are you seeing more demand with that Green New Deal? President Biden has a um, plan for 100 percent carbon free electricity by 2035. The Clean Futures Act has more than half a trillion dollars that they want to spend with the key winners being solar, wind, nuclear and energy storage. What does that mean for Lago Resources? That's why we are in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, we know that the, the, the market, yeah. you know, United States, we will get these, this, all the energy to be the number one in that sector. Uh, by the way, you, I, I said that 16 billion U.S., that's worldwide uh, uh, market in, by 2025, which means 49 gigawatt hours. Uh, but just to have a reference, just in California, that, that amount of energy in the range of 50 megawatt hours will be, will be enough to, 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 to that's with the market only for California by 2045. So it's, it's a great market. It's a huge, going to grow a lot. So that's why we are applying for that, for that market. And we will have a great opportunity to, in, to expand our, our business not just in the market, in, in, uh, in the deploying batteries, but also developing new sources of vanadium. Largo is prepared to be better and bigger in the future. So taking a step back and looking at your operations, some of the, those advantages that you just you know briefly kind of highlighted, operating mm -hmm. costs, are you like in the five to six dollar per pound range? Does that make you the lowest cost of pure vanadium mine in the world? Yes, yes. Our guidance cost for 2021 is 350 to 370. That's that's a if if you look at the the price today, which is eight dollars seventy five cents, you can see that we have a very good margin already. Supplying steel, aerospace, and chemical sectors. So that I've always believed that we need to be focused on the fundamentals of the business, getting opportunities in the market, and 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 really have a team that can deliver all those challenges. So we we don't we don't reinventing the wheel. We're just trying to do it better. The pandemic was definitely a challenge. Uh, so mm -hmm. we're looking at at financials. Largo you looked like you guys were struggling to remain profitable when vanadium prices were low, which is far from the the record prices in 2018, which allowed you guys to have a net profit of 159 million dollars. But um, you guys were able to kind of wisely get rid of a lot of um, a lot of debt. So you use some cash flow uh, during the bull market to pay off a lot of debt. Um, with the low-cost mine putting you in an advantageous position. But there was a negative cash flow from operations in 2020. Wondering if um, when the bottom will hit on that, when you guys will anticipate revenue, if you haven't already. Yeah, 20, 2020 was a challenge year, not just due to the, the, the COVID situation, which, by the way, we have due in a very good way. We, we have done all the measures since the beginning. In March of 2020, you, we, we set all the conditions to ensure the safety and healthy place for our workers. So as a, as a consequence, we didn't stop even one day of mm. production. You know, and we, we didn't have any severe case at, at Maracas as well. 
So we take it very seriously. But regarding the financials, uh, we have changed our commercial the commercial approach. Before we 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 sell our Vanadian X Works. So we didn't have to deliver to our customer within China, Europe, US mainly, and Asia. But in 2020, we need to fulfill the pipeline. So we took about 2.5 thousand uh, tons of V205, you know, in the, in the transit until our customers to be recognized the sales. That was the main reason for, for a lower uh, uh, financial results. But also we need to, we need to, we, we had the price adjustment uh, with our, the, the, the company we had the offtake contract, which also impact our cash. You know, if, if you follow Largo, you know that before we always need to explain some price adjustment in the, in, in, you know, in the falling uh, periods. We don't have this anymore. So we took the right decision on April 2020, getting our own strategy on commercial side, doing our own sales. But of course, there is this gap of uh, fulfilling the pipeline of products unto our customers. We don't have this anymore, by the way. Well, so let's move on to an announcement you guys have made, which is going to probably generate a lot more revenue, something that seems exciting to even a novice like myself. Um, absolutely no expert in this industry whatsoever, but um, I do drive a, a, an electric vehicle and I am excited about um, this leasing opportunity that you guys have. It could be uh, advantageous. So I want to dive into what that means by creating potentially a recurring revenue stream that you guys see value um, by increasing 60%. So I'm, I'm curious how you expect to make 60%. Uh, that's that's the, the, the consequences of three factors. You know, we applying our, our vanadium to the batteries. First, we have the revenue from up from CapEx that, that we are charging our, our customers. So we will get in the range of five dollars, five five, basically, which is enough to pay all our bills and already have some margin to ensure that we, we can finance our expansion plan, our our, our business uh, plan. Uh, another another value of the Venado comes from the leasing, and by leasing our Venado uh, electrolyte we can have a net present value, almost $5 as well per pound. Mm. Considering 25 years, we will have a residual value by the end. It doesn't mean that you're gonna, you're gonna uh, take this material and sell it. We can keep uh, having a recurring revenue by the end, but just in, a, in an economic analysis to see the real value for Vanadium, it's gonna reach 12 to 13 dollars per pound when you compare to average price 775 dollars per pound you can see that there's a gap of 60 percent which is going to uh, take it as a value for our shareholders hmm. that's a, a great business model which create value for our shareholders it, uh, and create also 
a very good price for storage energy for our, our customers. That, that's why I say we, we have a we have a disruptive business model. And, and, and remember, for a vanadium supplier or a metal supplier, which have a just one revenue time, have a recurring revenue, it's something that sounds like a dream. So you're leasing, just to recap, you're leasing these to other, other companies. And at the end of that contract, you can then resell it or release it back. If you're doing that, does this actually solve that fluctuating price conundrum that we talked about earlier, making um, making it cost competitive and and easier to scale? Yeah, if you if you if you uh, get these characteristics of vanadium electrolyte that doesn't degrade, it means we will keep having this recurring revenue forever. We just under the, the financial point of view, that example earn a show in a battery day, we are considered 25 years period just to get a sense of what's the value of vanadium. But after these 25 years, we just need to purify, which we have the pattern, uh, and it will be ready to be applied in another VR, VRFB battery. So it, it, it's a magic that every a uh, cubic meter of the V electrolyte that LARG will produce will keep storaging energy forever. And as much we are going to build a huge amount of, of electro, V electrolyte in our inventory. So it's an asset, cashless, by the way. Uh, it's a huge asset that's going to build, which is going to keep creating this recurrent revenue. That's really interesting. So when Paolo looks into his crystal ball and he's trying to see what Largo Resources has in the future, how is this going to create potential global demand uh, market for vanadium? Yes, I I cannot say if it's, it's going to create a huge demand for vanadium. I cannot say if it will be for everybody. It requires a high purity vanadium, which not everybody produces. So I believe we will have two categories of vanadium. The one can be applied in the steel industry, and the other one goes to aerospace and vanadium, uh, vanadium redox flow battery, and also chemical industry, which requires a very good vanadium quality. So I, I believe it will, it will have a segmentation of the vanadium market in the future. And we prefer to be in a part of the high purity and getting the best uh, return from this from this uh, application. What about Largo in the future? So Largo seems to be kind of shifting. You guys were a miner of vanadium. You guys receiving one-time payments as a commodity, mm -hmm. uh, as an energy business, receiving now recurring revenue um, with with this leasing. So is are you essentially kind of taking Largo from a miner to clean tech company? Yes, that's correct. That's exactly what's going on, going to happen. But it's I don't think I don't think this is a big gap, Josh. Because we always uh, we are always creating more value for for Largo. At the beginning, when we started operation seven years ago, basically we were vanadium supplier for steel industry. But very fast, 
we were certified by the aerospace industry and, and start providing our product for aerospace. After this, this uh, offtake agreement expired, we start to supply for chemical in this uh, sector as well. So we are always looking for adding more uh, value for, the, for Largo and for the Bonita and for shareholders, of course. And when we look at the, the miners, mining activities represent just 22% of our costs. Most of our production is uh, pyroprocess, uh, pyrometallurgical process, a chemical process, and a metallurgical process, which means producing vanadium electrolyte, which is a chemical we, 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 we used to do to, to, to manage chemical things in, in Brazil as well. So for us, it's just another step. But in terms of business preposition, I agree with you. It's, it's completely different, but we are ready to, to go in that direction. And by the way, we, we, we enhance our team with the very good people which have experience on the energy market. So we are, we are very strong to make this, uh, these corporate goals reality. When looking at that reality, there's some risks involved. We mentioned the the risks of fire um, that, you know, Tesla has been in the news a lot and you guys don't have those issues. You talked about um, uh, scalability and cost competitiveness um, within, within all of those factors. When somebody like Elon or the, or the industry is talking about battery swapping, this essentially nullifies that, makes that completely obsolete, irrelevant. That to me seems like a game changer too. As I drive my Nissan Leaf and I have a maximum 80 miles, that's pretty annoying. <laughs> so I'm wondering uh, for, for long-term battery storage for vehicles, is this going to be um, an opportunity to kind of not maybe have endless amounts of miles, but is this going to be a game changer for that battery swapping um, design obsolescent technology? Uh, yeah, VRFBs will not be portable. Okay not be high density batteries. So I really would like that, that lithium can solve those problems. Uh, so it's not, I think there is no competition in this regard right now. Mm. But you know, there is one company in, US, in, in, in Europe, which expanding and doing a lot of research with solid battery using 40% on it as vanadium. So maybe in the future, we will have uh, uh, small batteries with high density power uh, made by 40% vanadium. And I, 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 don't, I don't have control of that technology, but it's something that we are looking with a very promise, it's a very promising uh, uh, battery. And maybe in the future can be applied in cars and, 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 and watches and everything. But not, it's not exactly the, the reality of VRFB, but we are, we are just taking a look on this new technology as well. Could be a good one in the future. Are you worried about any transitory inflation? Your CFO re recently said that the big key takeaway was substantially more lucrative um, and creating, you know, selling. Um, it was more lucrative than selling, which you are obviously doing now. Uh, mm -hmm. So that leasing is going to be that, that big takeaway. Um, 
a higher value opportunity for you. But what about inflation? We're seeing a lot of commodity prices kind of increasing from gas to to groceries. Are you guys worried about that? Yeah, that's. I think it's a it's a short term impact of the pandemic situation. You know that it's uh, it's it's change and shake all the economy. Some sectors could manage better, others not so well. Uh, and then the consumption start growing, but the production sectors are not prepared because they need to to be smaller during the pandemic to survive. So I think all these inflation impacts that we are facing today, it's transitory. You know, uh, the market will adjust itself in the future. The price and, and, and demand and supply will work as always. And I I don't think I don't think that what's happening right now will impact the medium term uh, and 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 create any problem in the future. For now, we need to be careful. We need to manage close our our operations to not be impacted. But I'm I'm optimistic guy, Josh. Well, according to a new Energy Outlook report from last year, worldwide power capacity was supposed to triple between 2019 and 2050. So what makes you the right person to continue leading Largo into the future? I, I, we have a great team. We have a team that being since the beginning, 2014, you know, faced a tough time in the beginning to succeed, to control the process. Uh, but it makes us stronger. So I, I'm just a, a helper. I'm just someone to contribute for Largo being better, to contribute for each one here to, to do the, a better job. So that's the way we do business. We care about people. We take care of fundamentals. We take the best uh, options in the market to create value for the shareholders. And, you know, we do our best. When you love what we do, we believe that we will keep doing this uh, until we 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 are helpful on this on these uh, targets. Bloomberg also mentioned that global stationary uh, energy storage installation is going to grow 122 fold from 2018 to 2040. Expecting that utility energy storage is by far the greatest sector of energy storage. Do you have mm -hmm. any insights that you want to share about um, that in general about um, you know the metal industry? Yeah, it, it, it's already have a huge impact. You can see all the, the, the metals which relate to, to new technology, especially for the energy sector. It's uh, the huge uh, research and exploration work on, the, on this regard. Price is going up. Uh, yeah, but, but I can see that the, the, the mining sector always uh, supply all the... the the needs. I mean, considering Vanaden, we are prepared to to expand and 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 growth in the future, as much as we create opportunities on the on the energy sector. So it's something that we need to face. Need to the sector must be focused on on uh, improving their process, reduce their costs, and keep providing the benefit for the world that they expected. Well, some of those things that you look like you're focusing on for the future, the titanium that you're able to kind of extract and sell, 
What are about the biggest potential drivers that you have for revenue growth over the next few years? Is it going to be new source vanadium? Is it steel and aerospace industries? Is it that titanium? What is it going to be that drives the biggest revenue growth for you over the next few years for Largo Resources? The biggest revenue growth will be the, the, the energy sector, storage energy sector, no doubt. But the titanium business as well will be great. We don't have, we don't have this uh, uh, results of tech report yet. So I, I cannot say numbers. But I'm, I'm really believe that will be very material in our results, you know, as relevant as Vanadium. Okay. We talked about a lot, talked about, um, you know, everything from, uh, from Elon Musk to, to uh, mining in general. Um, is there anything else that you want to cover that we haven't already talked about? Uh, Josh, I, I, one thing that I, I, I think we, we need to, to always try to do our best. And I'm very happy to contribute somehow for the global climate solution. You know, we need to make the world better. We need to make, we need to, 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 uh, to live something better in the future than we take in the, from the past. And I'm very proud the way we do things at, at Maracas, the way we do things in all the other entities we have, you know, taking care of people, taking care of the environment in the future, provide good things for our customers and creating value for our shareholders. That's our DNA. That's the way... The, the, the way Largo do things. And I would like to thank you very much for this opportunity to be here. Well, I appreciate it. And I think with that, we're going to wrap this one up. I want to thank my guest, Paolo Misk. He's the president and CEO of Largo Resources. Paolo, appreciate you being here at Seeking Alpha. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon And I'm Saba. And we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout Podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while, while we break, break it all down. down.